Look, if you don't have the H on the end of your Sarah, you're just wrong. Bring out your dick! Go, 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 You're seven foot under the ground, mate. The water's not going to touch you. Calm down. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. Fuck uh, that then. Oh, show. Most definitely. Who likes dolls? Who is who is saying they like dolls? Who likes uh, dolls? Depends what type of doll it is. <laughs> Christy, change your mind pretty fucking Real fast. dolls? Uh, Speaking of real dolls, you remember Dirty um, Detectives? Yeah. Yes. yes. He has a new show now. I think we actually played the promo on oh, the episodes. I month. really enjoyed that. Dirty Detectives, it was so good. Yeah, I really fun, enjoyed yeah. that. I thought it was great. He said he's not in line to do a season two yet, but he's like, I told him that the people want it, so. Yeah, I loved it. I love uh, audio drama stuff, and I like the just like big ones, but I, I don't hear too many like small ones like that, so it was awesome to hear. It was fucking different, right? It was wicked. I, yeah, I loved it. I, I love that shit. Um, okay speaking of dolls what kind of dolls are we talking about are we talking about like real dolls are we talking about like little dolls so less less the doll and more the doll house okay i had a doll house when i was a kid really nice one lara got a doll house for christmas and it's all for her birthday it's really cool but i never had one when i was a kid no me neither was it something you wanted as a kid? No. <laughs> Richard's like, no. <laughs> Did not want dollhouse. Richard's like, Richard wanted one more than any of us. And he's like, no. Actually, now that I think about it. He just doesn't want to admit it. He's like, in his head, he can see his dream dollhouse. <laughs> I, as soon as I said it, I was like, I changed my mind. I did want a dollhouse. But not like like a Barbie house. I wanted the uh, Ghostbusters dollhouse that was out around. Oh, the my fires! Time. The fire station. Yeah, I wanted that big time. I remember that awesome. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that counts. That. that counts as a dollhouse yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, it's it's an action figure mansion. It's not a dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> action figure mansion. I like that. <laughs> we'll we'll put it in the same category. Okay. Yeah. We wanted like the GI Joe barracks. The Ghostbusters Fire Station, the Millennium Falcon. They're not dollhouses. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. I wanted she- I wanted Shearer's Castle. Oh, did so, you? Okay. I wanted a Victorian one. My brother had He-Man's like the Castle Cave. of Grayskull. Oh yeah. My brother had that, and I was so, I was so jealous because I wanted Shearer's Castle, and I never got it. Yeah. I think I had like a Polly Pocket house when Polly Pocket was big. And I remember I had the uh, Barbie like van too, like the Barbie rock van. 
I was wanted a Victorian one. I had a Lego one, but it was like really pretty pastel, like Lego put together. And it was a lot of fun, but I wanted like an actual like wooden dollhouse with like little handmade wooden furniture and like, just like high creep factor. So my grandmother had one of those (laughs) and it was my favorite thing as a kid. And I was always very careful when I played with it, but it was my favorite. The whole thing was wooden. All the furniture was wooden. All of it was like hand sewn, very like delicate fabric. Like it was, I mean, it was simple, but it was beautiful, you know, like. Yeah. I do like how Celeste called it high creep factor. And then you talked about your grandma. So now your grandma's high creep factor. Is your grandma creepy? Oh, that dollhouse definitely had high creep factor for <laughs> sure. So did the house that it was in. That house was old and that house was creepy. Like, so yes. Nice. <laughs> the house nice. she's in now isn't as creepy. So it makes her not as creepy, but you know. Now that I'm older, I want one of those. I don't know if you've seen them. They're like, they're kind of like cuckoo clocks, kind of where there's like this scene that plays out with like the little mechanics and bells and whistles and shit um i want like a dollhouse like that where the you can like move pieces around to create like little scenes on like a i don't know whatever on like you wind it up let's say or something like that because they make some really cool ones now i saw one this one time where it was like it was like a dude sitting in the living room and like a creature comes out of the fireplace and like smoke starts billowing like green smoke billows under the door to the study or whatever where he is like i want a dollhouse like that now <laughs> that sounds so that cool sounds amazing but do you remember in Shrek when Shrek and Donkey first go into the city? And then- <laughs> Welcome to Duloc, such a perfect yeah. That's all yeah, I can like think that. about when you shine your shoes, wash your face. <laughs> it's like that for those big band. You remember the big band music things from like the 50s? <laughs> Where they played music, oh. but they had like this whole band on top that just like, organ. Dee, 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 dee. like oh. the organ grinders. Yeah, that like that, oh. but like a dollhouse. That's what I want. Where every room something freaky happens. So how do you yeah, feel about mixing dead people with that? I well, how, what are you supposed to not mix dead people with uh, dollhouses? <laughs> the ashes in the fireplace are actual <laughs> cremation, and all the furniture is made out of bones. <laughs> Ed Gein was living in like a life-size dollhouse to that effect. He was, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, adding the, the, if you want me to answer seriously, um, why? It just sounds creepy. Why would you even do that? It's like when kids die now and you'll see like the parents, I shouldn't say, I don't see this all the time, but I have seen it where they get like a race car casket for their kid. Like, Jesus Christ, man, he's already dead. But he's not racing down there. He's not having a good time, you know? Aww. Well, now oh we're talking about little girls that have died and their parents oh. have built literal dollhouses over their graves. Oh, good. Oh, oh good. She's making finger sandwiches in hell now. Why a house? There's like, so much why, responsibility why with the house. Why her yeah. to domesticity even after she's died? Give her something cool. Ex- yeah. Like an art studio or something, or a music studio, so she can make sick beats, or a garage <laughs> with a hot rod. Yeah, in. mechanics. <laughs> yeah, a knife. The Senate. Well, 
as as we'll get into some some of them wanted dollhouses before they died and their parents were like well she didn't get it for christmas so we'll put it over her grave imagine the little girl died and she wanted a, a horse they just put a horse there like sorry you're, you're here now <laughs> they just kill a horse and bury it on top of it <laughs> I wasn't going even that dark with it. I was thinking they're going to come by with carrots once a week and like instead of bringing flowers, you're just like, kill oh, the that's much horse. nicer. Yeah, I went very dark. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sarah's like, no, you got to kill it first. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but like a puppy. Like, what if she wanted oh, a puppy? Yeah. For oh, Christmas? no. Oh, no. What? There's already a house on its grave. You can make that a dog house. <laughs> but, <laughs> Look at the white picket fence on that thing. You know, he's having a great time. <laughs> But how do they know it's not haunted? Like, I mean, obviously it's haunted now, but when they put it on, what if the dollhouse is already haunted and now you've doomed her to a roommate that she did not approve of? And it's like the odd couple. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, I, I do like this idea, but I was thinking the opposite. Maybe they, they're like, it's like responsible to put them on because then you don't let them haunt something else. You like put it there so they can haunt that. So they have something to haunt. Yeah. So you can't go haunt anywhere else. It's like, yeah, but it's like nice and tiny. So it's like my first haunting. And then you can move on to bigger things. There, there's one house where it would be possible because there's multiple people in one house. Oh, this is a weird, interesting subject. I, I'm yeah. very yeah. curious. Yeah, dollhouse graves. That's where we're going. Oh, God. I, I, They're otherwise known I, as grave houses. So, yeah, I'll wait but for the question. The dollhouse yeah. ones are what intrigued me. It's interesting that, like, People, I don't know, maybe I, just because I'm the way I'm like, I don't like it's you're not you're gone. You know what I mean? Like when you're dead, it's not like no one's going to care about what you put on their fucking grave. Yeah, I don't want a fancy one. I just want. Just fucking throw uh, well, me actually, the, I won't easiest. need it. I won't need one because I'm getting cremated. I'm one of those people that has a fear of waking up under the ground. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, know, well, I know I'm going to be dead. My organs are going to be, like, if I die young, my organs are going to be gone, all of that stuff. And I know I'm not going to wake up without a fucking heart. And a, <laughs> But still, I have this morbid fear of just waking up in a coffin just bit. Hey, they used to they used to like account for this in Victorian times, right? They used to like tie a string to the person's finger and like up out of the ground onto like a bell that used to hang there. Yeah. And if the someone would come up, their bell would ring like, oh shit, dig him up. I know I took yep. his heart. A lot of these weird traditions come out of fears that people had back in the day when cremation wasn't as big of a deal as big of a thing, you know, when people yeah. were more religious that you had to bury somebody or whatever, you know. So like Victorian times all of that well, it, and it just kind of carries on listened to the vikings the vikings set all of their dead on fire just yeah i mean i agree yeah. i would also want to be cremated yeah i i my wife keeps telling me she's gonna like if i die first uh i want to be like planted like a tree or something I'm like sure but oh, and then i keep yeah, yeah. then i also tell her like you're not around you'll never know <laughs> well i'm gonna fucking stuff her like that sounds like, like some shit dustin says to me honestly <laughs> you're not around you're, you'll never know and then I, I snap back with i'm gonna haunt your ass for the rest of your fucking life and he's just like fucking okay yeah. whatever you're gonna fucking taxi me, sarah <laughs> put her in a nurse's <laughs> uniform and sit her off in the corner <laughs> 
if he puts me in a nurse's uniform, I better be bent over for life. Just like no, I mean Richard, Sh- Richard, Sarah. Oh, Richard's yeah. I'm sorry, He's this gonna... is gonna get confusing. This is why you're dingus. I'm sorry, it happens all the time. Uh, yeah. I told my friend he had to break up with his girlfriend because her name was Sarah. I'm like too much. <laughs> um, but yet, lots of Sarahs out there. Yeah, there's a lot of us. I hate it when someone says Sarah really loudly in a grocery store. <laughs> it's just knee jerk. I'm shocked. They're pointing it. Like... They're pointing out the fact that you're shoving Fruit Loops down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys? Get... Yeah, it really hurts my chances of being able to steal things when you react to someone chatting your name. <laughs> yep. Um, but I only do that when I get the shits <laughs> at work specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to die before Sarah. I'm thinking about it now. I think she's going to outlast me. There's no way she like eats healthy and stuff. I just fucking, I hope all Sarah's outlast their man. So I hope, me too. <laughs> what I hope for the, uh, the race of Sarah's Yeah, I with H's. If you don't have an H does your, does your, Sarah have an H on the end. She does. Okay, good. She's a good Sarah. Why the uh, yeah, so non-H she, Sarahs are evil? Non-H Sarahs are not good Sarahs. Non-H Sarahs are Sarahs. That's weird. <laughs> I'll be sure to tell the next Sarah that says her name is Sarah to me without an H. Uh, your name's Sarah. actually Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Sarah. I'm down. I'm, I'm in. I'm doing it. Yeah, do it. Good. I Every will. time someone tells me their name's Sarah and then I see it written S-A-R-A, I call them Sarah. <laughs> yes yes yeah that's the way it goes it's petty as shit <laughs> look if you don't have the h on the end of your sarah you're just wrong you're just wrong you're just wrong you need to have an h on the end of your sarah. Imagine, imagine somebody was named celeste with an s wouldn't you hate them like, get the fuck out of here celeste so it's dumb. c I went to school with a girl whose name, when you looked at it, looked like it would be pronounced Sierra, but she was like, oh no, my name's Sarah. And I was like, no, it's not. No, (laughs) you have an I and an E and and it starts with an S, but that's about it. Like what? Oh oh my God. You know what really annoys me? Sean. Like S-E-A-N. Oh yeah. No. No, that only bothers me when it's Sean Bean because his name should be Sean Bon or Sean Bean, and Sean Bean is bullshit because <laughs> they're spelled the same. <laughs> wow, she's very upset about that. <laughs> I am. I've been so holding cool. on to this for like ten years. Sean Bean. Feels like- I'm never calling him anything else now. Sean <laughs> <Scene> Bean. Sean <laughs> Bon. I'm going with Sean Bon. We'll see which one okay. gets on first. <laughs> Oh Jesus, that was funny. Every time, every, every time people are like, "Oh, Sean Bean dies in every movie," I'm like, "Good." <laughs> He's got a fucking stupid name. He should die. <laughs> His name should sound the same, and it doesn't. <laughs> stupid English. Oh, stupid Englishness. Oh, I miss oh. you guys. <laughs> She's yeah. gonna go I ahead and it. say they're all haunted at this point. If you're putting a house in a graveyard over top of your loved one, it's haunted. What? what like this is how you get hauntings exactly this is how i feel this, this every is time, how you get haunted yeah every time they build a house on an old indian burial ground haunted you know what i mean like it's yeah 
You leave out it's food, you get ants. You leave houses in graveyards, you get hauntings. It's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> and, and these are all stories about houses and graveyards. So you're probably right. They're probably all haunted. Okay, let's. I, I'm excited. So uh, grave houses were a Southern United States tradition until World War II. Grave houses were built to keep the grave safe from weather and robbers. The grave house tradition may have come from Native American above ground burials or the English tradition of a house at the front of the cemetery that would house a body until it could be buried. Scholars generally recognize them as part of a Southern Protestant religion or tradition, although they're attributed to Protestants in the American South. Uh, In Europe, it's a Catholic tradition. How come Protestants sound so much like prostates? I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> Prostitutes. What, what, what's a surface burial? You just throw them on a, like a lump and you just leave them there? Like, what is a surface? That doesn't even make sense. Burial yeah, so like the, sh- the Native American, like you said, burial, the burial grounds. There's there's sometimes like above ground humps. We have we have a lot of them in Tennessee. Okay. There's some town, there's sometimes like hills that they have. So they just like lay them on the ground and then yeah, just and then cover, like, them, cover them. And then I've also seen ones that were made for like an individual and they were more of like just boxes, if that makes sense. That makes oh, sense wow. why they make little houses then, because you don't want that to smell around. You know what I mean? You want to like keep that <laughs> contained. But they're not they're not like mausoleums either, where you have several bodies like in stone walls. Okay walls yes thank you <laughs> they're not they're not that either sure. so, so creepy. Um, you're setting yourself up for hauntings when you build shit like that like, I was like you, don't, you don't gently tuck in a corpse all right you dig a big <laughs> ass hole <laughs> lay on its side like this and put a little dirt blanket exactly like why are they tucking in <laughs> corpses it's not how it works that's how you get ants <laughs> Agreed. This is how we get it. <laughs> or in this case, uh, what are those body flies? Those bot those flies? Little... Yes, those. That, that's how you get bot flies. <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh, hard pass. So there's some historical debate on whether it's a Protestant thing or a Catholic thing, but you can find it in like Protestant areas of the South or in French Catholic areas of the South, such as Louisiana. Um, this tradition often dictated the family build the grave house the day of the burial and complete building the grave house before sun hits it. Or what? You turn into a witch? Like what happens if you don't finish? <laughs> the sun rises <laughs> and they turn to stone. Yeah. Oh, Either build the house or you're the tombstone. No one really knows when or why this tradition originated. Historians have no idea. It's just well, sort of speculative. That's how gargoyles are made. Yeah. I imagine that'd be kind of cathartic, oh. though. Like, you're grieving. It gives you something to do. You get to swing a hammer. I'm into it. Yeah. No, I know. There's no There's no comfort TV. There's no RuPaul drag race to make you feel better. You know what I, I mean? want it's a just... watermelon smashing <laughs> station at my funeral. <laughs> that, you, <you're... gasps> that sounds so cool. Oh, I can't remember that comics theme. You're going with I'll the fucking... Com- smash plates for you. Axe throwing. There you go. With actual corpses to throw the axes at. <laughs> Just dangle the corpses over the graves. Yeah. And if they use the axe to cut the rope, then they win a prize. <laughs> Are you going to make your body a pinata? <laughs> yes. I want like a full carnival barbecue funeral. Hang up an urn and fill it with candy. 
in the face on the Celeste. Just... <laughs> Honestly, whatever you want. I'm dead. I don't care. Do whatever you want. All right. I just want people having fun. My sister-in-law wants to go to one of the fields, um, just be thrown in one of the fields where they that they use for um, training training forensic investigators. So you throw it, they take the body out into like this specified area of woods and they just dump the body like body farm. If they'd been yeah, body farm, like if they'd been murdered or anything like that, and then they they leave them to decompose and stuff. That's what my sister-in-law wants to do. Mm-hmm. That's not usually <clears throat> what ends up happening with them. If you're part of the body farm program, what's probably going to happen is that your organs and shit are going to be donated to the people that need them and whatever's left is going to be chopped off and left to check the decomp. So your whole body won't end up there. All right. Well, I'll tell her that. She'll be, she'll be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, but maybe some little girl will get to see again. I'm not giving anyone my eyes. Why? You're not using them, you selfish asshole. No, they can have everything <laughs> else except my, I don't know. I don't know. Just... Well, I wear glasses. Anyway. You don't want my eyes anyway. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants your uh, eyes, yeah. Christy. No. I've never seen you like close enough to know for sure, but come on. Let somebody have those beautiful babies. Holy shit. I do yeah, want look at eyes. those. Come on. Anyone would be lucky to have those things. Get a spoon. <laughs> someone's, someone's spouse is going to fall in love with them because of your eyes. Aw, that's so sweet. <laughs> All right, changed my mind. This Somebody's... has been a really good episode. We should not see each other for a long time more often. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... I think Sarah's about five seconds into the story. So <laughs> <laughs> I will keep okay. all of this in the edit. <laughs> Perfect. So just to be clear, the bodies are still buried underground, like a regular tombstone kind of funeral. They're just building the house on top of that. So okay. the bodies are underneath this house. Oh, they don't build yeah. the house around the body? No. They bury the body okay. and then they build the house on top of that. They just like sit them right. up in a lawn chair and build the house around them? <laughs> no. I wish. <laughs> then you could like peek in and like that would be watch. such a cool museum, though. Could you imagine? It would. It would be really cool. As considering a lot of them had windows and doors, like these were full houses. You could you watch in the, in the mausoleum. That'd be really cool. We should do that. I think um, vandals are the reason that we don't do that because glasses. Oh, really I forgot it. about people sucking. People suck. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, but hear me out, though. If the vandals come, what we do is we hang them from ropes over graves, and you can throw an axe at them, and if you get them in the grave, you win a prize. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I think it's a brilliant idea. It's all coming together. Grave houses were generally requested by the person before their death, either for weather reasons, um, robbing reasons or to protect their grave from animals during a time when cemeteries were not fenced in so cemeteries would just be like in people's pastures and who wants a cow to poop on your grave because cows could just kind of like walk up on it and poop and walk away technically i'm in their house so (laughs) if my house is within your house it's still your house 
good fertilizer. It might help some nice plants to grow. The weather. I don't like the rain. When I die, I want a house. <laughs> there, there was one dude who said he didn't want water in his grave. Yeah. And it's... that's why he, he built the grave house. You're seven foot under the ground, mate. The water's not going to touch you. <laughs> Calm down. The audacity. Descendants of those buried in grave houses, uh, like that one where the guy was like i just don't want water to touch my grave uh they don't know why they were just like okay that's a really weird reason but fine <laughs> we'll do it was he a witch <laughs> who knows or hydrophobic like you celeste maybe he died of rabies i don't want water i don't want water okay buddy we'll build you a house take my back and shoot him <laughs> <laughs> The whole, the whole, everybody wants something weird with like death though, right? Like yeah. it's just weird that anyways, we're, we're very arrogant creatures to think that something happens after, like, it doesn't mean it has to, right? Like there could be nothing, but people just, if there is, what if someone's using my eyes to meet another man? Like mm-hmm. who knows, right? Like who that might be a thing that might you, I watched a doctor who episode where like everybody that died, whatever their death state was, that's how they like stayed so like don't do the cremation man like they're like it fucking sucks and then you're gone so like you never fucking know it could be anything so i could see why if you don't want to sit imagine you think like that's your resting space for the rest and you just have to sit in like a little dank bit of water and you can't do anything you're just in water oh forever that's dumb that's yeah. i don't know that's a dumb belief system oh it's, everybody's do you, dumb do you know how nerves work <laughs> buddy that's it that's the end of it everyone's dumb yeah everyone's got weird shit everyone's afraid of death which is weird it's a weird thing to be afraid of i mean everyone reacts to death differently too which is why we have grave houses it's just a (laughs) different reaction to yeah death is a weird thing to be scared of though death itself i mean the fear of missing things like the, the fear of dying the fear of not being there for things that are happening in the future I get the fear of that, like the fear of missing stuff, but not the fear of actually being dead. I think I think the fear isn't the of actually being dead. I think the fear is just not having any type of control, like not knowing what happens. Not that it's impossible. That's what humans do, right? We try, we figure out how something works, make it better. Figure out how something works, make it better, or like make the internet, then make everything shit. But this is what we do: we figure out. So we can't do that. So that's what the scary part is. We can't like, stop death. We can't stop it from happening. And then we have no clue happen. what happens after, right? So mm-hmm. that's why religion takes hold and shit like that. Because like, it gives you, oh, when you die, you go to this beautiful magic place in heaven. Then you're like, okay, yeah, it's it's yeah. But I think they're even more scared of dying than people who don't have any beliefs. But yeah, are you guys scared I, I of di- death? I am not, but it's just because mm-hmm. I've made a realistic like, it, I can't figure it out, so I don't. I don't care, you know, like it's not, if I can't control it, I don't spend too much time on it, but religious people, they just go like, I'm going to heaven. So then they could just live their life. Like not have to think about it. They go, I don't want to go to hell. So they live their lives in fear of dying versus like, like, I'm not, I'm not scared of dying. And did you all said, no, you're not scared. No, no. And I'm not afraid of where I go after I die. I'm scared of the, like, if I was to die tomorrow, I'm scared of the fact that I would miss out on what my kids are going to do, you know, in the next 20, 30 years, watching them grow up. That's what I'm scared of. I'm not scared of actually being dead. 
exactly i had no fear of death until i was a parent and that was just because i was first it was oh i'm scared jack won't remember me then it was oh i'm scared jack will remember me when i was only stressed out when he was really little because life will get better and then he'll remember me as somebody different yeah or what will he go to who will he go to after you know it's that's the fear not death itself that's why i don't get i don't want my corpse to be wet right yeah i don't understand (laughs) that either i i don't understand I don't want my corpse. It is going to be wet and it's going to ooze and it's going to stink. It's going to blow up. It's going to get filled with bugs. So There's all sorts of gross all, shit that's going to happen. There's yeah. a lot of other things to be worried about than getting wet when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? No, I guess. It just it depends what you think happens, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just if you didn't like water and you think you're going to be stuck in water for this weird eternity because you're wet. I guess, but let's think about what happens when you die. I mean, if you you're aware of your corpse your very first experience as a corpse is either going to be like waiting for somebody to find you or it's going to be like you shit your pants and then you just have shit uh-huh. in your pants for however long and then a stranger in a white coat wipes your ass for you that's going to be death why are you worried about water mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's not that's another thing i'm i'm scared of like People going through my shit when I'm dead. Oh, I can't wait. Like people going through my stuff and like reading my, like looking at my phone and all of that stuff, like my secret secrets and stuff. I'm that's, I'm like, ew, especially if I'm a ghost and I'm like floating around watching them do it. I'd just be like, no, don't open that box. The horror of being a ghost to me is like, if I die and then I turn into a ghost, the first thing I'm going to be like is, oh shit, who saw me do what when I was alive? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that's true. Oh Oh. God. That's the worst of it. I think for me, I like the idea of people going through my stuff. You can talk to the other ghosts and they're like, I saw you do that. I was there. Yeah, exactly. Be like, grandma, (laughs) hey grandma. She'll be like, you disgust me. (laughs) (laughs) So true. My biggest fear is like, if I'm murdered and then I'm a ghost, like how do I tell my mom, like either where my body is or who killed me? You know, like how, how do I communicate that? How good would it be to fucking haunt the shit out of the person that did it though? Oh, for sure. That, I feel like that doesn't happen. Or like, hopefully, I could people. haunt them into getting caught. That'd be cool. Like, place yeah, evidence out in open places and stuff like that. The sound of that beating heart, driving them mad. Oh, that'd be so fun. Be a good way to spend uh, eternity just trying to fuck with that person till they're dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would literally just go try to watch people have sex and stuff. That'd be what I would do. <laughs> go into Area Fifty One. Oh, definitely. Definitely trying to do that for sure. But grave houses were many houses, including foundations, walls, roofs, doors, windows, uh, shingles, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like every, some of these were decked out. Yeah, I feel wow. like that's just like you trying to compete with your dead neighbor kid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're just like, oh, I can make a better death house for my kid. And like, like, I feel like that's that's unnecessary at that point. You're pouring foundation. Get the fuck out of here. Dinkleberg. You also have uh, grave shelters, which are not the same thing. They were just the four poor posts. kids ones. 
<laughs> there, there were just four posts, a roof, and then like a fence around it. So oh. it was it was open and it didn't have walls and a gazebo. That's all like <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, a gazebo for your Oh poor little poor children. <laughs> he was buried under an unmarked shack. And uh so grave shelters were populated popular in Appalachian culture specifically because of the superstition that if a grave was not well maintained a mythical creature would come disturb the dead and that's all I could find on that superstition was just a very vague a mythical creature would come disturb the dead Wendigo Sasquatch Giant Wendigo sorry what culture Appalachian yeah so it could have been like Mothman or something weird like Manderpig Sam Squatch. Where'd it go? Um, I have a question though, just so I'm clear on this. Is this mostly done for kids? Like these houses? Is there adult ones? Mo- most of what we're going to cover is children, yes, but there are a couple for adults. Okay. So I'm not, when I say kids, I'm like pretty accurate. It's not like it could have been for everyone. Like that's, anyways, because I keep going, it's for a kid, but I mean, it could be adults, some. Right. There, I mean, there were definitely adults that, wanted them there were a lot more grave houses back in the day uh than there are that have survived because of vandals a lot of them have been destroyed and taken down so it's hard to know exactly yeah, yeah. who had grave houses now imagine being like a homeless guy and seeing that like that dead body has a better house than me of course you're gonna go take that <laughs> shit down i was just kind of thinking that except i was thinking like okay but they're not rebuilding them because we don't do that anymore so, like, I mean, yeah. if we think the living homeless problem is bad, imagine how bad the ghost homeless problem is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where all our money's going to the governments taking care of astral death kid people. All right. Political. All right. I got political. I got political. <laughs> First on our <laughs> list is Cincinnati, Ohio, in New Joseph Cemetery, the Keating children. There are three children represented in this dollhouse grave. Constructed by John Keating and his brother Michael Keating, they were both stonemasons and they constructed a two-story dollhouse for John's daughter, Mary Julia Keating. She was born in 1867 and died in 1868. She died of unknown causes. John's son, Edward Keating, was born in 1874 and died in 1876. Uh, he died of Kong of the Brain. It was Kong? abbreviated. Yes. C O N G period of the brain. <sighs> like that's what it said on the on on the document. Um, there's actually a website that has kept really good record of the Keating family. And uh, they have the little death certificate, and that's all it says. And I could not figure congestion, out for the life congestion of, of the brain. Probably. They probably mean tuberculosis. They probably yeah. mean tuberculosis because congestion. Oh, wasn't that no, consumption? Consumption is what they call it. Never mind. Kunj. Yeah. Uh, it was kunj. Kunj. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, Michael's daughter, Mary Agnes Keating, she was born in 1875 and she died in 1876 and she died of the same thing. Mary Julia and Mary Agnes? Yes. Creative. Catholics. Yeah. Are they all Mary? <laughs> no, there was an Edward. You, you had Edward in there. 
You had two Marys and an Edward. But didn't when you were like I don't know anything about maybe I could be wrong but when you're you get your first communion or something they like throw Mary in there when you're a girl I think so I no, one of your that names. would be Catholicism I have, I have no idea yeah okay so Chris Chad isn't so far off the mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo Edward Ricardo so because they were stonemasons uh, the Keating children's house was all stone. And it was two stories and carved steps led up to the front door of this brick house, uh, which was more tower looking than anything. It had window cutouts in the brick, but no glass. Um, There were hand carved wood uh, roof shingles and the structure used to have hand carved furniture inside as well. Um, The roof was also dyed black with an unknown substance. And the monument was made of sandstone. Unlike all the other headstones around it that were made out of marble, this thing really stands out. It's a totally different color because of the sandstone. It's kind of that like yellowish browny color, whereas marble is usually like your whites, grays, blacks, that sort of thing. Of course, the rock nerd is going to get into the fucking mechanics of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Just typically for headstones. That's what it is. <laughs> Did any of them live long enough to move out of their house into a house that wasn't over top of a grave? No. No? Tiny. Mm-hmm. What did you just say? They're all, they were all tiny babies. <clears throat> so none of their kids. Maybe they were just really crafty and they just really liked building them so they kept killing their kids. <laughs> I think I think they had other kids that survived. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the they words... usually do. They usually did in those times. Like they usually had like nine children and only like four of them survived. So the words to our little darlings and the names of the children um, are inscripted on the side of this monument, along with the words, quote, one by one, our leaves are falling, fading day by day. And in silence, heaven is calling one of our lambs away. See, what did I say? One by one, our leaves are falling. They're killing all their kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they just said that, that heaven's calling them away. So they obviously there's something wrong with them because they can hear. Oh, shit. Jesus is hungry voices. again. Yeah, <laughs> they only kept they only kept <laughs> enough to like keep making houses. They just didn't like, yeah. OK, you can build the next house. I don't feel like it. So Mary Julia Keating um, was the first child of John and Ellen Keating, and she died at one year and three weeks of age. Mary Agnes was the first child of Michael and Elizabeth Keating, and she only survived three months. Do you think it was like, okay, and this this is going to sound like I'm being a jackass, but I'm really not. I'm actually asking this question. Do you think like since kids died so often, like they were less, like it was more normal? Like it was... You know what I mean? Like now it would be devastating. But do you think they just went on to the next and like throw it over their shoulder into the house? Like next Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. That's it's it's weird. It's just things can change so quickly. Not that long ago. (laughs) Well, it's kind of what they did with Edward Keating. He was the second child of John and Ellen Keating. Um, And he died six years after Mary Julia. And so they just kind of put his name directly below his sister's name. On the dollhouse. He didn't need to get his own house. 
add it to the list. No, yeah, they just added it to the list of. Oh, so they made a big house. They knew they were going to lose a couple more, so let's just make a bigger house because he was two years and seven weeks old when he died. Oh, that's see that. I feel like yeah, maybe maybe I'm just being callous, but like I feel like the two month old is just like the throw over the shoulder. The two year old, you like they had a personality at that point. You'd be more sad. I don't think so. Not when they're religious. No, (laughs) they think they're going back home to Daddy Jesus. Mm. Actually, they're probably happy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's when people stop believing in such things that losing a kid became difficult. Well, more difficult. I imagine it was always difficult. So this was 150 years ago. Now the structure has fallen into disarray. Like I said, the hand-carved furniture has been stolen. The stone front steps have separated away from the structure and fallen. This two-story structure did have wooden floors inside, and those have since collapsed under the weight of those souls go 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 ghosts <laughs> well i mean wasn't it originally built for like the weight of a three-month-old ghost and they put a two-year-old ghost in there like <laughs> yeah, who, who what ghost engineered this so you can contribute to the restoration of the keating dollhouse at keatingdollhouse.com and there's a lot of really cool information about the keatings on there too so check it out keatingdollhouse.com so do they have like relatives that do this or is this just some like per the grave kit the crypt keepers is like i want my house back let's make a gofundme it's it's relatives yeah okay that have like put put the history of the family so presumably they didn't all die or there wouldn't be any right yeah it's true. Right. they they had they had living relatives. It's kind of sad that the, the city can't ma- name it a historical site. You know what I mean? Like the fucking grocery store down the street can't be knocked down. It's fucking almost falling over itself because it's a historical site. But these poor little kids ghost house, let it fall apart. Be lots for government. You know, a couple thousand bucks. Fix her up. Yeah. Fix her up, bud. <laughs> you betcha. You you betcha there, bud. Get get on those. Get on it. Yeah, get on it, Ohio. What are you doing? So uh, next we're going to Indiana and we're going to Vivian May Allison, who was born in 1894 and died in 1899. And that's her grave house that I have in my background here is Vivian's. It's very Anne of Green Gables. So it's been it's been painted a lot. They they keep up with Vivian's. She died at the age of six. And at the time, her father had been building her a dollhouse for Christmas but she died before receiving it and her father placed it on her grave and added toys and trinkets. Why are you laughing right now, Richard? What a weird time. It's just like, well, guess I got to keep making this. (laughs) 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 I'm not waiting. I wasted too much time on this fucking thing. So it's getting up. Of course you pick now to die. (laughs) People are seeing it. People are seeing it. It's not the weirdest fucking thing people do for death, honestly. It's I've seen way weirder shit. Like, like getting the photos taken of the corpse after they die. Oh, that is so weird. They sit up their dead kids in a chair and they take a family photo with the dead kid. Yeah, they're pretty sweet, but it's still I, I, I really like looking at them. They're really neat. They're neat, <laughs> but it's like, what a weird <laughs> thing to do. But at the same time, like, Maybe somebody should just prop me up and take one last photo with me. <laughs> just are you kidding me? Do you know how many selfies exist just from like the ages of like 27 to 28? I'm good. There are enough. <laughs> it's not gonna, not gonna look much different anyway. They're gonna look 
like, what are you going to get more <laughs> pale? Like- <laughs> I'm bloated. I'm just going to be fatter. <laughs> I didn't say the bloated part. I said pale. I said the pale part. Look at me. Damn, I am attacked today. <laughs> yeah, there's enough photos of me in my late 20s looking like I'm dead anyway because I'm so fucking drunk. Probably out. <laughs> I like unflattering pictures. It's perfect. If you only take unflattering pictures, no one will know that you're actually ugly when you try. Unless I'm chopped exactly. up by like a serial killer or something crazy like that, and I'm like in bits, you can take pictures then because it's cool. It's like something else. But like, what's? A- I'll stick you back together like a jigsaw puzzle. That sounds yeah. sick too. Wow. Did you guys <laughs> look up uh, the the Japanese cannibal guy that Kent did an episode on? Yeah, it's a wake wire or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Him, did you look up the pictures of her body? No. They are so gnarly. Like, it's really oh, gross, man. but so cool. I'm going to have to look yeah. that up now. Like, it's it's terrifying. I definitely don't want a- pictures to ever exist of me looking like that. But holy crap, the human body is, like, really cool when you get right down to the nitty-gritty of it all. Yeah, what made me, th- what made me think of that was, like, I'm doing Black Dahlia for uh, dicks on Monday, and they have crazy- <gasps> The vivisection photos? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. It's fucking Those are crazy. crazy. I love that story. Yeah, it's a good one. So yeah, if I get chopped up, I'm putting that official. That's my will. This is part of my will now. Vivisection? Oh, sorry. Right, the putting you back together. Serial killer, and you guys want like they should take a lot of pictures and let them go out. I don't care. Like it might hurt my family's feelings if they really don't want me to. But I'm telling you right now, Sarah, please put them out there. A lot of people want to see that shit. I don't think you're going to get chopped up by a serial killer. Back. Statistically, literally anyone else in this chat is more likely. Stupid women, their stupid awesome boobs. I think that Sarah is going to be the most likely because serial killers in America. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. You're not in the ideal risk, though. Marka. Marka. So this was an ornate dollhouse with uh, siding and roofing and windows. And there's a bed on the inside and dolls. And there's curtains and there are pictures hanging on the walls on the inside. And there's a tea set that hangs on the wall as well. There's a small rocking chair on the inside and there's a tea table with a tea set on it. What were the other dollhouses, if not ornate? Like built for function instead of aesthetics. Like aren't they all ornate (laughs) by default? Well, some, some in our story here will be more basic than others. Oh, this is just ornateier. Yeah. That's cool. Can you hook up a generator? Can you play video games? Can you do some uh, satellite? <laughs> Watch TV. Yeah. Did they leave dolls in there for her to play with? Yep. Yeah, they left toys in there. Do they, do they move? Do they go and look in the window and the dolls are in different oh. places? I, I, did oh. not, I did not see any stories of anybody seeing anything in the dollhouse. There were no reports of it being haunted. Do they bring the young, uh, the young family members, the new young generation, get them to play with grandma for a couple hours? Auntie, Auntie Emily died when she was your age. Go play toys with her. <laughs> I, I don't know if there are any uh, surviving family members that actively like keep up with this this gravesite. So cool. her parents took care of the dollhouse uh, for nearly seven seventy years, but then after her mother passed away vivian's sister was responsible for the upkeep uh when she too passed away vandals almost successfully ripped it from the site they just oh fuck off i don't understand people who do things like that i never will what is the thrill who knows but luckily the house was renovated in 1991 from ceiling to cellar new toys new foundation fresh paint 
uh, several long bolts in a concrete base to hold it in place and make vandalizing it harder. When originally built, the house was white, but the dollhouse has been painted several different colors. Um, I've seen pictures of it. White with green trim, yellow with green trim, even black with like yellow trim. They've they've painted it a lot over the years. Fashionable. Just keeping up with the times. So so that's it for uh, Vivian in Indiana. Yeah, that's off there, Vivi. Hopefully you got that Nintendo. 1991's when Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System came out. <laughs> you got that Nintendo with a Duck Hunt because Duck Hunt was the best Nintendo game. I don't think that's what they stocked her gravesite with with new toys. Ugh. I think it was dolls. What was it like Atari? No. It was Commodore 64. Uh then they would have had a crimp and curl cabbage patch kids. I'm looking up top, top 1991 <gasps> toys. Yes. My pal two robot. I don't know what that is. Um yeah. WWF wrestling buddies. I hope it's Hulk Hogan in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> when was Stretch Armstrong really big? Oh, I don't know. I, Remember the Stretch not... Armstrong dolls? Oh yeah, so sick. So then we have the Huffstetter Grave House. And this is considered the largest grave house in Tennessee. And it resides in Linden, Tennessee. Does it say that on the cemetery when you drive in? Home of the largest grave site, grave house <laughs> in all of Tennessee. <laughs> Linden is such a tiny ass little town. It wouldn't fucking surprise me. Yeah, just on the side of the highway on a billboard. Go check out. And it's part of the historical registry too. So it wouldn't surprise me if there was like a historical sign in in Linden. That's fun. That said something about it. Linden is really tiny. I went to that town once with my dad and there is, there's nothing. Is it actually a grave house or is it just like a house and like they wanted to put a graveyard there but some like stubborn old bastard was like no you can't have my house and so they just built the graveyard around the house and then when he died they just left him there no <laughs> no dude who wanted to be buried in the grave house built his own grave house this time oh that's so. smart <laughs> it's also known as the pickney tomb so what? it's called the house huff Stedler grave house or the pickney tomb pickney pickney pick me. Pick that's me. what i heard too the pick me tomb yeah, pick, pick me. me. Pick, pick me. me for what, buddy? <laughs> Dodgeball? I picked the grave house. <laughs> so between 1887 and 1895, Huff Stedler constructed a grave house surrounding the cemetery with five-foot limestone wall, 1.5 meters for the rest of the world, wooden structure on top, and finished with a roof. Half of it was a limestone wall, and then the other half of the wall was wooden with a wooden roof. It's almost as tall as me. That's crazy. Yeah, ran out, ran out of fucking limestone real quick. This shit's expensive. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no, not in Tennessee. We've got limestone everywhere. Oh okay. Yeah. There you go. Limestone is our bedrock. Ah, uh, fucking rock nerds correcting my limestone facts. <laughs> Shut up, Richard. You know nothing. <laughs> fucking Tennessee nerds correcting my geology jokes. <laughs> You didn't have a geology joke. It was just bad geology. You're not funny. Don't talk about my rocks. Falls off my rock. So he originally built it to be a regular cemetery surrounded by a limestone wall uh, and able to hold 10 to 12 burials. Later, he added the wooden walls and roof due to his fear of water getting into his grave. Oh, this crazy fuck. Yes. 
He also requested his body be transported to the site in a wagon drawn by oxen rather than mules. Bring out your dead. <laughs> who wants who wants fucking mules taking you to your grave? You get an oxen like a man. I get that. Mules are you just trying to earn their daily bread. You yeah, to be dragged by ass. That's what I was about to say. The fucking that ass ain't for this. It's not for that. <laughs> I want mules specifically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we will document that so we know. Thank you. So Pinckney Hofstetter, along with other members of his family, are buried there. There are eight graves inside, seven of which are unmarked. And Pinckney died in 1895. And his wife, Louisa Jane, died in 1923 or 24. They would be the final two buried in the cemetery. Okay, so you know who are in there, just not where because they're unmarked. I thought this guy was a serial killer. He just had him his seven unmarked graves <laughs> and then himself. I'm sleeping with my slaves. We know we know their family, but we don't know exactly who they are. Like we don't know their you. names. Yeah, that would be kind of weird, right? He's like, I'm building this for when I die. And then he dies and they go to bury him. And there's like there's seven people in here already. <laughs> weird. Weird. Oh, strange. Sadly, in 2009, the site was listed as one of Tennessee's top 10 endangered historical sites, noting that the foundation had begun failing. Since the local historic society hired a stonemason to dry fit stones to fix the foundation. So since 2009, they've hired somebody to go in and try to kind of reinforce it, help it out. See, Ohio, that's how you do it, motherfuckers. (laughs) Tennessee appreciates our dead. Yeah, especially the dead houses. (laughs) So now we're going back to Indiana, Arlington East Hill Cemetery with Lova Klein. She was born in 1902 and died in 1908. So when we were talking about um, pictures after being taken after you die, a funeral image is the only picture of Lova Klein that we have. What's that? So basically where they took a picture of her inside of her casket. So it's an eerie picture of her in an open casket surrounded by flowers. That's a that's, that's why they used to do it, right? That's why, because you would photos weren't like they are now with fucking everybody taking 100 pictures a minute it's like rare to get a photo so if they died before they even got a photo i think that's why they would take these pictures am i wrong about that like yeah because that's how you want to remember them forever not the way you remember them but (laughs) the way they looked when they were already dead i don't know you can't remember things forever you know like i i can't pull every memory like things go away the sound of her laugh maybe for a while but i feel like memories all fade eventually no some stuff's like core memories lova died in 1908 so far the other children we've talked about there have been no pictures of them um she was the only child of george and mary klein records show that she suffered from a vague diagnosis of chronic and crippling neurological condition this condition left her unable to move or sit up without help interesting I don't even know what to call that, but I'm not a doctor. Christy, do you have any ideas here in the medical field? Um, sounds like a really like intense form of like muscular dystrophy. That would make sense because that can basically makes you a turn, makes you a doll. Like you can't move mm. on your own, you can't eat on your own. Your your body is everything's working, but the outside just you don't you don't have a nervous system. Like it's not. It doesn't exist because it can't. Your brain can't send signals to the rest of your body to make it work. So it's literally just you're just a lump. So like it's, a doll, you said, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. are we moving to make houses for muscular dystrophy kids? Is this what you're trying to tell us? We should be making doll houses for them. This is this is Sarah's way of saying <laughs> she's starting a charity. So what you're saying was every house she was in was a dollhouse. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, that's one was a doll hospital, I'm sure. Oh, God. (laughs) 
in this case, Lova's dollhouse was her favorite toy. It was the thing that she enjoyed the most. Well, it was relatable. But how did they know she enjoyed it? <laughs> so her, her father was a carpenter and he installed large windows in her bedroom so that she could view her dollhouse um, from her bed. Are we sure she was? That's her favorite toy. The one that she stared at the most. That's what I said. Like, how did they know? That was it. That was all she could do. Oh, like, look, look at her. Window. She's pretending she's just like her dollies. It's her favorite toy. It's like, it's like Terry Shivo. Like, how the <laughs> fuck did they know that she was happy? Like, come on. Like, she's literally just like. <laughs> and they're like, oh, she's so excited about her new doll. She's house. looking at the balloons. She loves balloons. oh my god poor michael shivo muscular dystrophy is not a funny disease okay just for everyone out there we are not laughing (laughs) at people that are unwell with this disease it's it's sad and it's yeah it's a terrible thing christy i'll ask you not to speak for me it's a problem is this what we're doing now (laughs) celeste (laughs) uh sorry sorry when we do this it's called a muscular disclaimer (laughs) (laughs) celeste is laughing at children with disabilities i'm not (laughs) thank you nobody alive today but like kids from 150 years ago i'm sorry yeah i mean they're fair game you know absolutely what's the statute of limitations is long over (laughs) long gone but her father uh waterproofed the dollhouse and put it over her grave with instructions to tear it down after him and his wife died. Uh, The dollhouse had a large bay window and two smaller windows and a small stained glass window. Inside was peach carpet that had been installed on the floor and a collection of her favorite toys, dolls, and furniture. Other things she stared at. (laughs) Well, now she's dead. So now it's in, in above her. Are we sure she was in dead? the dollhouse above did her? Just throw her in there. Did, did they just throw her in there? Was she even dead? Do they know? She, she just, just closed her eyes. She closed her eyes and they're like, oh, she's gone. Throw her in the dollhouse. <laughs> Why did they want it torn down when they died? Like, what did they do to the dollhouse that they're like, uh oh, if they bury us in the family plot, I don't want that shit. I, I couldn't find out why he wanted it destroyed upon his death. I feel like, uh, and maybe I'm just like this is me being serious but i mean like maybe it's just to be like that whole sad thing is done now we're all dead like stop thinking about it i don't know i'm just i think it's because they think too that they'll have to haunt it and they don't want to haunt it <laughs> this isn't big enough for all three of us to haunt and she just <laughs> let us out haunting around here <laughs> So, despite George's wish to have the dollhouse taken down upon his death, the community did not do this. They simply moved Lova and the dollhouse to her parents' final resting place and interned them together. That's exactly what they didn't want! Now they're all in there and they're pissed off all the time because there's not enough space. Someone's always in the bathroom. (laughs) Oh my god. They, They dug up the dead kid. And yes. moved her. Yes. And the dollhouse. <laughs> Why didn't they just bury the newly fresh dead parents next to her? I thought that was the hard way also. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't know why they did it that like, way. Like, she'd been dead forever. Like, so they're just, like, <laughs> trying to pick out the, like, bits of kid. What if they left some? Well, she would have still had a casket, you know. So they would have been oh, able yeah, to just kind of, so. like, pick out the casket and move it. It's not like recovering bones from a serial killer what if he made the casket 
because he was a uh, construction guy like maybe made the casket a little house too maybe i don't know i didn't see anything about the casket what a weird way to do it that's so weird that is it's odd a- i agree that doesn't make a lot of sense maybe there just wasn't any room but in 1973 a newspaper article covered lova's story which attracted attracted thieves uh the stained glass window was shattered the dollhouse was ripped open and all of the original dolls and toys were stolen and they were never recovered Fucking media. Psych! Ruining shit again. The community pulled together to rebuild Lova's dollhouse and refilled it with new toys. And the part you've all been waiting for. The grave is said to be haunted with a faint (gasps) glow coming from the house. I haven't been waiting for that at all. They're all haunted. (laughs) Well, this is the only one I found a story for. actually was like it is known to be honest in the community <laughs> it's because like celeste said her parents are pissed because they didn't <laughs> want to be stuck in this little tiny three foot fucking house there wasn't even any vandals they finally just like burst forth into the night <laughs> yeah they're just fucking throwing everything out they're like let us out what they didn't tell us is like it mysteriously just blew itself apart on like halloween night where spirits come out to walk you know that's what the that's what they left out is that it was on halloween did it actually blow up no or did you just it, it just was vandals i was just, i was just making that up yeah but how do you know it was vandals <laughs> i mean i didn't watch the vandals do this but if that's what you're asking <laughs> it was in yeah. the 70s i wasn't even born like... <laughs> so no one knows you're speculating you're you're specter yeah. speculating the yeah yeah newspapers reported it was vandals but um you know i'm not gonna say that you're wrong that spirits didn't just like come out of the center of it and like implode this thing it was extremely pissed off ghosts because you did exactly what they asked you not. Yes, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. I'll tear it down. Sorry, go on. The haunted dollhouse. I'm ready. Well, that was it for Lova. Her her house is said to be haunted. And uh, yeah, that, that's where we leave it for Arlington East Hill Cemetery in Indiana. Is, is that like a big place? Like, is that another small town, you know? I don't know. I just feel like it's another roadside sign, like the smallest haunted house in America. This next one I know is is a small town, Slaughter Cemetery in Kentucky. That's a place? What? Slaughter Cemetery in Kentucky. So the town is called Slaughter? Um, I don't know if the whole town is called Slaughter, but I know the cemeteries. I thought you meant the town was called Slaughter Cemetery and you were bringing us to a cemetery inside of Slaughter Cemetery. You know what I'm saying? Yo, is what I thought. But Let me double check. It's in uh, Clifty, Kentucky. That is super It's called Slaughter Cemetery because the family is the Slaughter family. You, you, the Slaughter family owns. That was their last name. Yes, (laughs) that's why it's called the Slaughter because it was. I want to be a barber, Dad. You can't be a barber. You're a slaughter. (laughs) You're gonna dig graves. (laughs) Yeah, Arlington's pretty small. It's only population of seventeen thousand. Okay. All right, Slaughter Cemetery. I love it. Of course, the haunted house is in Slaughter Cemetery. Who wrote this? (laughs) So this is another uh, three kid deal in one house we've got ethel slaughter who was born in 1912 and died in 1913 vernon slaughter who was born and died april 9th 1911 and son of jimmy clarence and mary galen jg just his initials jg is all we know was born in 1914 and died in 1915 so there's two slaughter kids and then just like a third kid random child yep just a third jg Yep, who was probably somehow related 
um, probably a niece or nephew to the slaughters or something. It's like the the house cleaning lady's kid. Like my kid died too. Yeah, just put him in the fucking grave. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was like the kid's best friend, and they were like, "Look." Um, my children want for nothing. Their best friend is going to die with them. <laughs> I will pay you anything you want. We are the slaughters and we own this town and the cemetery and they paid them for their best friend. And the name slaughter is like so awesome. It's, is it spelled like slaughter now or is it like? Yeah, S-L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Are we sure it isn't slaughter? <laughs> we did the whole sean bean thing earlier it could be slaughter the slaughter family changes it though it's like i had to look at the word again i was like what <laughs> can't spell slaughter without laughter <laughs> yep it's literally laughter with an s oh, man. front of it so this house is small almost like a high mailbox um and it's got a glass front and there are toys and pictures inside. And the small memorial house still stands today, along with a grave marker bearing all three of the children's names. It sounds like one of those like book trade in things you see at little towns and like parks, like a little, it's like off the ground in a little mailbox. You just, oh shit, that's a dead gray. That's not a, I was going to get, it's almost what it looks like, but it doesn't have a handle on the glass. Like you can't uh, <laughs> <laughs> open it, you know? Can't just leave a copy of Moby Dick in there for the next book character. No. Can't swap Moby right. Dick for Jade Eyre. Not yeah, here. exactly. So next, we're going to Rock Springs Cemetery in Wyoming. I thought was the mailbox haunted? No, that was that was Lova. Yep. Oh, so the moment that we were all waiting for was for one of them to be haunted, and it was it was at her. the end. Well, yeah. of course it was haunted. You pissed off the parents. That's what <laughs> happens when you piss off ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, it was the pissed off parents that produced the ghost in that in that case. If they know it's haunted, why are they blaming vandals? False advertising. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have ghost insurance. False advertising and that the ghost parents tore that house apart. Thank you. I worked really hard on that. <laughs> the community built it again, though, and so far it's going strong. It's still there. Well, they're not in it anymore. They got out. <laughs> after they tore it apart, their souls were released. Is that what you're saying? They were able to, like, get out? After no, they, they left. The souls burst the thing open so that they could get the fuck out. And now, I don't know, they're haunting, like, a Burger King or something. <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> Where is it? Where was Lova? Yeah. Lova was in Arlington East Hill Cemetery in Indiana. In Indiana. Yeah. What is there to haunt in Indiana? You know, no one, which is why they were at that grave house. So now we're going to Wyoming. We're going a little bit further out west. Henry Wayne Livingston was born in 1920 and died in 1921. He was one year and four months and 20 days old. So now he's living's done. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia Rosina Livingston uh, was born in 1914. And died in 1921, six years, 10 months, and 20 days. So she died the same year as her brother, Henry. Are you re- are you related to these people? You went right specific with hours and stuff, like a minutes. Do we have minutes? No, that, that was just like the, what I was able to find. I figured as long I as gotcha. I was able to find that much detail, I'd throw it in. You know, Sick. you want to know the Sick. days these people lived? I got it. I thought it. this was your cousin. <laughs> I know this nope. is your cousin or something. Don't know okay. these people. <laughs> this is in Wyoming. My last name's Dingus. All my family comes from West Virginia. Definitely, I'm I'm an Appalachian blood. Maybe they died because like a plane crashed into their house and the clock stopped. 
That's oddly specific. It's okay. It'll be specific. I was just curious. Uh, Henry died in September and Georgia died in October of 1921. Well, maybe he died of plane-related injuries a month later. You don't know. Henry Livingston <laughs> died of spinal meningitis. Same thing. Oh. Same thing. Georgia <laughs> died of diphtheria. Oh, I God. do know. Oh. <laughs> but it is speculated both died of di- diphtheria as Georgia died only a month later. So it's possible they both died at the same time. Spinal meningitis was unrelated. That's what they said Henry had. You know, they died in 1921. I don't really know what technology they would have had to diagnose those things. I'm satisfied. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This grave house has more of a mausoleum feel than a dollhouse feel. However, locals called it the dollhouse because children would leave dolls at the markers. The stone structure used to contain a window. However, in the 70s, vandals broke in stealing the toys inside see this is creepier this is where this is the creepiest one so far to me that it's like a mausoleum but girls just left little dolls that's creepy and then someone came to steal the dolls like super creepy that's creepiest one so far in my book okay hear me out though it's not dolls it's actually drug dealers leaving dolls full of drugs and then they pick it up and then they leave dolls full of money that would be really fucking smart it's something it's uh it's something (laughs) you're a criminal genius (laughs) That's something to think about. <laughs> if you're not dealing drugs, maybe you should be. Do you live near a graveyard? That's what I want to know. Do you live near a dollhouse grave specifically? Yeah. <laughs> I live in a city. I live near lots of them. Wyoming is the closest state to you that I've talked about, actually. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's further. It's further west. None of them are close to me, so I can't. Yeah. I can't participate. Sorry. <laughs> Depends how you want to look at it. If you drill straight through the earth. Actually, you'd end up about where I am. Yeah. <laughs> you went straight through the Yay! earth. Yay! <laughs> The window of this was later replaced and reinforced with a bronze frame around it and decorated with a lace curtain. The window was also like protecting the name plaques. So the name plaques would have been inside of this structure, but the children are still buried underneath. So if you look inside, you're not seeing caskets, just toys and stuff, which is how most of them have been. And uh, so that's it for the Livingstons in Wyoming. And they had the most like mausoleum looking dollhouse but it was still considered a dollhouse is there like mausoleums where you can like where like there's like a glass cat like do people have mausoleums like that where you can go look at them rot and just stay there yeah like fucking what is it is it joseph stalin yeah stalin's in in russia right and so isn't like the dude in north korea too like the older guy like both of them i guess like the first and the second now it's kim jong-un it's creepy as shit i don't know don't think i put it in here because it wasn't a grave house but i did see I did in doing the research for this um, an article where this one woman had her son had died and she had them build her a staircase to go down to casket level and there was a glass pane so that she could see into her son's casket like buried under the ground and then when she died vandals came in and they uh, took out the glass pane and they sealed it all with concrete so you can walk down the stairs but it's just a concrete wall at the end wow that's um wow and i don't remember where that was off the top of my head but losing a child is hard but don't be that kind of mom yeah that's weird Mom, I'm trying to get out of my room. And her child was uh, scared of thunderstorms. So she would sit oh. down there during storms uh, with her deceased child. She's like, thunderbolts and lightning. Very, very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> she'll look over at him and she'll be like, that's your part. 
<laughs> it's Galileo. God damn it. Yeah. She's just down there singing half the song. Everyone walking by is like, <laughs> Yeah, so for all intents and purposes, the pyramids are doll houses. You could totally call them grave houses for sure. Grave doll houses. Because they're all full of like shit as well. They they all took their yeah, their special things with them, their vases and bloody gold plates and stuff. And their bodies were down there too. With like this ornate structure over top of them. Yeah, definitely call that a dollhouse grave. 100%. The Egyptians started it. Hell yeah. Built on the backs of millions of slaves. Yeah. Take that, historians. (laughs) So now we're going back to Tennessee. Ooh, we're just jumping all around here. Getting dizzy. Mile in Tennessee. So I did this in chronological order on like death dates. So now we're going into like 1926, which is when Dorothy Harvey was born and she died in 1931. And uh, she's buried in Hope Hill Cemetery in Milan, Tennessee. So this is actually what got me interested in dollhouse graves. They do like a monthly packet or like we call it the benchmark. And it's like an update on what's going on around work and stuff. And uh, the woman who puts it together does like a what's this place sort of like fun game at the end and she had this dollhouse as the where is this and then when she sent out the answer i realized it was a grave and i was like oh my god and so i looked more into dorothy that is fun yeah dorothy and her parents were traveling north uh to find work when dorothy caught the measles and died And so they were just traveling through Milan. And so townspeople helped her family bury her in Hope Hill Cemetery. I got a job to do. Just kick her out the car. (laughs) Trying to make some money here. Kick her out the... I guess that, yeah, they would have, they would have had cars 1931. Yeah. Originally, it was also like a newspaper box kind of structure. It was smaller, but vandals destroyed it. So the town put in a larger structure in its place to remember Dorothy. And that's why they built these. Remember, uh, Dorothy, she didn't live there. Yeah, she wasn't even fucking from it, there. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a pink little simple house. It's not anything super ornate. They're not remembering it's... Dorothy. They're remembering the time that a little girl passing through <laughs> randomly died and was thrown out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> well, you know, local legends do say that sometimes you can see Dorothy when you look in the windows of the dollhouse. <gasps> How would they know that? Maybe it's not Dorothy at all. They don't know what she looked like. She's like, where the fuck am I? I don't live here. <laughs> and her grave marker is on the inside of this too. So when you look through the window, um, you see her tombstone. And there are no curtains or furniture in this house. It's just a simple structure with a red roof and a window on the side and a door on the other side. And occasionally they place flowers there. They buried Aww. her under Snoopy's doghouse. Pretty much. Aww. <laughs> What if they put her in a little plane suit or a little pilot suit and let's throw on the top once a year? Maybe it was a doghouse. They just took her out of the car, just stuffed her in the nearest doghouse. Mm-hmm. Moved on. So now we're going down to Alabama. Lynette, Alabama and Oakwood Cemetery. Rosalind Nadine Earls was born in 1929, died in 1933. She died of pneumonia the week before Christmas in 1933. Christmas again. Right. And again, she asked her father for a dollhouse, but died before it was completed. Her parents took the partially finished brick dollhouse to her gravesite and finished it with a fireplace, metal awnings over the windows, a front porch, and a mailbox. There's also a low brick fence around the site making it one of the most intricate dollhouse graves. 
No, I shut that stairs in my house. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing when looking at it. It's really wild. For real though, like that what? thing goes on the real estate market and like, pff, I couldn't get a mortgage <laughs> for it. I feel like, what do you need a fireplace for? It's a little too much. It's Alabama. Isn't that place like, what do you need a fireplace for? No idea. No? Scare yeah. away the coyotes. I mean, you could ask me the yeah. same thing. I'm in Tennessee, but we still have a fireplace. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> for burning secrets. <laughs> you know. Ah, uh, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Fucking burning secrets is a great idea. So her parents maintained the grave for years after her death, keeping it stacked with new toys and in good condition. Inside her parents placed dolls, a tricycle, teddy bears, uh, and a china tea set. You know how many still alive children who like don't have any money would have appreciated those things? And they're sitting in a grave. Along with her gravestone that has an inscription on it that says, Our little girl, sweetest in the world. Uh, bold. Have you met all the little girls in the world? That's what I'm going to say. I, relax. Everybody's... Uh, Know who the sweetest girl in the world is? Your girl. That's uh, it's everybody thinks that. Uh, plus, she's dead. What is she doing? That's that sweet now. No offense, but rotting. I think they had some guilt uh, before her death. She told her dad, "Me want it now." In regard to the dollhouse he was building her, and these words are also engraved on her headstone. I don't know. About That's misleading. That Me want it now. What do death? you want? Sweet embrace death. of death. <laughs> That's what she got. <laughs> She had pneumonia too? Yeah, that, that's how she died. She died of pneumonia. Are they sure that's what she said? I imagine she was whores, probably like, <laughs> Father, me want it now. Water, water. What do you want? The dollhouse? <laughs> yeah, maybe she just wanted water and they just uh, didn't give her water or food. And that's how she died. How old was she? She uh, was born in 1929, died in 1933. She was four? And she was saying, me want it now? Mm -hmm. She was definitely not saying that. (laughs) I don't have kids. I have no idea. Yeah, they don't talk like that at four. They they don't. Well, you gotta remember, it's the 20s. Yeah, 20s, 30s. Alabama. But it's now maintained by the city, and they put lights and wreaths on it during the winter holidays. And inside the dollhouse, what appears to be a toy bed is, in fact, her headstone. Her grave is in a family plot where her parents reside beside her. There was one photo of Nadine before her death. Mm. These houses are like, it's just weird because that's that's a big chunk of the states, too. And you figure, you said there's only so many that survive. It's just interesting. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. This next one's really interesting for that same point that so many of the, only so many survived. It's the Ister Cemetery in Louisiana. Uh, historians believe that at one point, at least 40 grave houses stood in the Easter Cemetery. Twelve, 12 survived into the 1980s, and now only three original houses remain. The grave houses were added to the National Register of Historic Places in 2008. That's a grave city, grave town. That all three of them belong to white kids. <laughs> <laughs> Trust fund babies. The president of the cemetery, Leonard Smith, built two new grave houses when his daughter and granddaughter passed away. How do you become president of a cemetery? <laughs> like, what happens there? <laughs> There's enough houses in the cemetery that I'm now elected president of the cemetery. Oh, you didn't hear about the cemeterial elections? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the voting's you. The voting booth's usually dead. That's true. Who's what's his what's his constituency? <laughs> 
I don't exactly know. Maybe it's like the the preservation society portion. Oh, it's probably a big cemetery. That makes sense. It's probably like a big cemetery and they just have like infrastructure they have to take care of and then people that do that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was just like a little cemetery just like, I'm president here now. I was like, it's okay. just the town drunk and they're like, all right, Gary. <laughs> all right, Captain Steve, get the fuck away from the fucking <laughs> Captain Steve. Piece of shit. God Captain damn it, Captain Steve. You're not president of anything, Cappy Steve. He thought it was Pet Cemetery. He got confused. (laughs) (laughs) But they look like doghouses. Shut the fuck up, Cappy Steve. So all five of the wooden houses have a roof, windows, and a door, making them full grave houses. Um, In 1925. Door? Yeah, they they have a door on these. Why? So they can go, the ghosts can come in and out, of course. Then why did they have to burst through when they were mad? (laughs) I did read where one woman took her family to this cemetery to check out the the houses and came across uh leonard and she asked if you could open the doors and he was like of course you can open them that's why they have doors and he just like walked up to one and opened the door (laughs) so like i maybe that's why there's a vandal problem is because we're allowed to just walk up and open the door like i i I really don't know why they put doors on captain steve how many times do i have to tell you to lock the doors the kids things god damn you captain steve (laughs) Do Jehovah's Witnesses show up at them because there's doors? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I fucking hope so. God, I hope so. Please, God. If you're a Jehovah's Witness in Louisiana, please go to Mormons Isker Cemetery. Mormons ride up on their bicycles. They're yeah, just... <laughs> pretty much. Do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? You know nothing. Talk to me about Jesus. Let me tell Jesus you. Jesus beat me at poker last night. He cheats. <laughs> yeah, because he's got the Holy Spirit there hovering around, checking out everyone's cards. Cheats at hide and seek, too. <laughs> The Azil Ister Grave House. No, wait, I'm not done. I'm sorry. The doors are throwing me. Explain the doors to me. I don't have an explanation for you. I'm sorry. All they I don't need doors. They don't need doors. They don't need houses. I they don't, don't need know houses. why. They need none of it. They're, I, I guess just to maintain the house appearance, they have doors. I, the I next one has yeah. a helipad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> UFO landing pad. The doors are throwing me. It doesn't need a door. The last one's a trip. All right. Swimming pool, tennis court. Yeah. The last one's a trip. And it, it the next one is the last one. So you don't have to wait long. Azil Ister Grave House. Uh, Ister was a wealthy man who owned a thousand acres of area in Morris, Louisiana. He was adamant about not being exposed to the elements. So immediately after his burial, the house was built. And and that's one of the grave the original grave houses in in the cemetery. In 1935 is when Pierre Henry died and his grave house was built. He was born in 1870 and it has a wooden foundation and clapboard walls and an asbestos shingle roof with ridge tiles. What's clapboard? It's basically just like particle board. Sounds shitty. Yeah. Yeah. And due to illiteracy at the time on his headstone, his name is spelled P-I-R-R-I-E, which is likely incorrect. It was likely Pierre, P-I-E-R-R-E. Perry. Perry. Hey, bonjour. My name is Perry. (laughs) Maybe his name is Perry. Maybe. Who knows? There's some fucked up names out there. You never know what parents name their kids. It's like kids named fucking Afghanistan or some shit. There's weird names out there already, so I don't give a shit. So there's not an exact time frame for this next one, just circa 1900. So this is the LeBlanc grave house, and it has a wooden frame, clapboard walls, and a corrugated metal roof. 
Also um, there's no plaque or headstone that exists in this grave house and no one knows who exactly is buried here. Uh, locals just contribute it to the LeBlanc family due to them being wealthy in the area. This is a wealthy house? Are you sure this isn't just like a pile of garbage some homeless guy <laughs> set up one night? <laughs> I mean, it does Only just say the- circa 1900. So like, who knows when in the 1900s it was built uh, or when they died or bare were buried but it is the largest grave house in the cemetery because it covers two graves that house is the rich house i just like how that's like a i was just i just like how that's like a sign of class like the rich kids get the when the rich kids die they get a house so i believe you're all poor it's a weird classes thing so in this cemetery it's kind of eerie to look at pictures because in louisiana it's custom to cover a burial site with a slab of concrete or granite in a kind of like above ground vault and so it kind of kind of looks strange you've got these like above ground stone blocks and then grave houses and and that is Easter cemetery in louisiana you know who's got the craziest grave house i've ever heard of before ever Hmm. hh holmes Jesus Christ. I should have seen that coming. I knew that was coming. I want H.H. H. Holmes to make my grave house. You know, just Yo. a bunch of steroids <laughs> that go nowhere. Acid pits and shit. And like a basement where you just club me with a hammer because you feel like it. And and there's got to be like a, a henchman. You know, I got to have a little henchman that's helping out. All just to guard your dead body. Is that what you're saying? No, you can do whatever you want to it. You don't have to guard oh, it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Come in and do whatever you want to it. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Bring lube because I'm dead. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Richard. <laughs> so now we're going into a uh, more recent territory at the Care Cemetery in Ohio. Noel Braun was born in 2000 and died in 2004. Oh, wow. And she has a literal princess castle with a drawbridge and towers. And on the main princess tower is a portrait of Noel who is honestly very adorable see this one i feel bad for because it's recent and it's sad like that's i'm getting like jambonet ramsey vibes from this honestly um, that is exactly yeah. what i just what i thought when you when you picked i was like i was picturing the little portrait and it looks exactly like her with the all the curls and do you do you want me to read her obituary oh yeah so noelle elizabeth braun was a bright bubbly four-year-old who had just started preschool in the dragonfly classroom at sycamore presbyterian she loved coloring and puzzles and books. Her favorite song was Abba's Dancing Queen, and her favorite pizza was Black Olive. But just after one day of being sick, little Noelle died on November 29th, 2004, and her family's world grew a bit dimmer. Determined that she would not be forgotten, they started Noelle Elizabeth Brond Memorial Fund, which has donated 155 thousand dollars to children in need they laid her rest in the care cemetery in sims township in ohio making her grave with a castle fit for their princess and you said she had one day of sickness and died is that what she said just died unexpectedly is that did i quite apple poisoning that? yeah i was gonna say yeah. it's making her eat fucking olives on things disgusting Black olive pizza is delicious yeah well i didn't say you're normal you know what i mean Mm, I've been told. <laughs> yeah, when Noelle passed away after being ill for one day, her family vowed that she would never be forgotten. They're committed to keeping her spirit alive by establishing the Noelle Elizabeth Braun Memorial Foundation, Inc., as a way to help others in our in 
our community, their community. The foundation's mission is to provide financial assistance to enhance educational opportunities, provide grief support, and enable joyful experiences for local area children. Ill for one day and then died? Seems a little suspicious to me too, but yeah, I mean, right? I... Like, what did she like, just like get into daddy's bourbon or something? She has uh-huh. a, uh, they have a website for the Memorial Foundation, noelbron.org, N-O-E-L-L-E-B-R-A-U-N.org. If you or someone you love is suffering from alcoholism. <laughs> so yeah, that's the last one. But we have a castle for a four-year-old. Like the story's over? Yeah. Yeah, that's that was really anticlimactic. Yep. Does it have a moat? I wish it did though. It has a drawbridge. They didn't love her at all. It has a drawbridge, but no moat. I know. Bullshit. I want a moat with crocodiles. You know what happens when you build castles? Hauntings. Dragons. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official Unethical Podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of season one will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from season two. On the fence about it, have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people.